there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then just, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the Welcome case. to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. Gentlemen, how are we? Good. Yeah, pretty good, thanks. It's windy out, though. Yeah, how windy is it? It's brisk. It is brisk. Uh, I wouldn't like to be out there. I'm glad I'm inside. We we ordered a little pizza earlier. This is why I was a bit late, because it came really late, and I had to just slam a piece in my face before I come to record. But when the guy rocked up with it, he had trouble getting from his car to the door. Oh, no. It's because of the wind. (laughs) And a big pizza. Where did you get the pizza from? Hashes, Hashes Pizza on okay. Ballarat Road. There you go. Been there plug. before, never heard of it. I think it might be new. Um, my pizza tip for this area is Sunshine. It's in Sunshine. It's called the Roland Dough. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, you've told me about that before. I think oh. I might have got pizza from there once. Okay. Absolute winners. The Roland Dough and Sunshine. But yeah, you wouldn't want a big, uh, windy, you know, big pizza box in this wind. No. Carry you away. Those big New York pizzas. It's big slices. Whoa. Glide your way to the door on it. <laughs> so this week we're talking about something a little local to us. Uh Q Danon. Do you prefer Q Danon or just Danon? Uh, I, I think it's gonna be Q Danon, right? No. I think Would it's it not be Dianon? Yeah, I think it's Dianon. Dianon. But he's not the he's not the anon. No. Like, we just can't <laughs> label every conspiracy something anon when there's no anon involved. No, it's, I like, think, it's like calling everything gate. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's probably only, more a gate than an anon. <laughs> it's only acceptable. Well, I think, yeah, there probably was a gate involved, right? But it's more acceptable when so, it involves someone called Dan. Oh, I see what you're saying. Dan on. Dan and anon. Yeah. Q Dan on. Dan anon. Dan anon. No, not Dan and on. <laughs> oh, I think Dan that's the best. <laughs> All right, let's have a vote. Dan and on, Salty? Uh, Dan on. Yeah, okay. Salty's with me. All right. <laughs> so this week we're talking about conspiracy theories surrounding the Victorian Premier Dan Andrews. Uh, and specif- specifically what really happened the morning that he fell down the stairs. So for people that probably aren't familiar, people that are outside of Victoria or Australia... Uh, Dan Andrews has become a bit of a, a divisive figure. Some people love him. There are Dan stands. Mm-hmm. Some, people some people really hate, hate him. him. Yeah, really so, hate him. He's he's the Premier of Victoria, and Victoria's response. Yeah, so I guess to put it in context, last year there was this thing called COVID. Mm, still going. Yeah. What? Yeah. And Dan, you know, there's been, there've been varied responses around the world. To the COVID nineteen crisis, the coronavirus, yes. as it's commonly known. Yep. Uh, and Dan's strategy was to fuck it up a little bit, and then to do really well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things at play, but basically, Victoria got many, many bad COVID deaths, as opposed to the good COVID deaths. Um, <laughs> lots of lockdowns in Victoria, aged care. Uh, there's a lot of deaths in aged care. So Victoria's been the hardest hit and he's kind of been not the face of it. Well, the face of it, yeah. I think it's, it's fair. I, 
Okay, so I guess to put it into context for our American listeners, we had 800 deaths in Victoria, so not that many deaths, really. Oh, Actually, compared to almost anywhere else in the world, it's like gold standard. Yeah. Just compared at- to the rest of Australia that probably has like 50 deaths between it, not so <laughs> crash hot. Yeah, basically, yeah. So, and I, I guess, you know, we are in lockdown at the moment. Uh, the kind of the response, is, which has been the proven response in every part of the world that has successfully kept it at bay is just lock shit down. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it fucks the economy a bit, but so does everyone dying. So Yeah, that's also then, really bad. I guess the reason that Dan has become such a divisive figure is because for pretty much every day of our first big lockdowns, he did a press conference where, and it wasn't like, your standard Australian press conference that, where, you know, the Prime Minister gets up and talks and then the minute someone asks a curly question, I've got to go. Yeah. Every every single day, and we're talking like for months, he went out and did a press conference and he answered questions until they were like, you can go now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is pretty good. I don't love a politician, but that's pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was way more transparency than Australian politics has, you know, offered of late. <laughs> I um, I saw Tony Abbott up close at a press conference once and he was very intense, just clenched jaw, staring straight ahead, not right. acknowledging anyone else in the room, uh, said, his, said his couple of lines and then bailed out. Uh, really impressive but also weird and creepy to right. see. But is it not also weird and creepy that, we all developed this weird parasocial relationship with Dan Andrews, like he's a Twitch streamer that we were tuning into daily. <laughs> Did you? I didn't. I don't feel like I was part of that. I, I didn't. Well, you know, I'm not a Dan Stan. I'm not. I don't like the Labor Party, mm. but I like them more than the alternative. The alternative. <laughs> yeah, and and as you said, like getting up there and ask answering questions until no one has any more questions is a pretty good thing for a politician to do. Yeah. But what's what, what politicians should do, um, but they don't. Part of the reason that we were in lockdown for so long is because we had uh, these hotel quarantine breaches where uh, everyone coming into Australia gets chuck- locked in a hotel for two weeks until they, they're not coughing on everyone anymore. And they kept on having this situation in Victoria where someone in the hotel would cough on someone outside the hotel <laughs> somehow and it would get out into the community. Uh and it all sort of came back to this issue, which was that uh, they'd put security guards working in these hotels who were like, they were the cream of the crop from the security guard academy. Let's put it like that. <laughs> uh, they were all like, "Yes, Cam, the first chance Cam gets to put his boot into the working man, <laughs> no, straight in. Th- this is the thing. This is a criticism. Like I hate the-, the Labor Party and these fucking dickheads at the security <laughs> company. Uh, this is the criticism of the neoliberal casualization of the workforce. Ah, uh, here we go. You're they- using words that we don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> they had like shopped the contract out to these security companies who were then were like, we can make extra money because we've got all these security guards, but you know, they're working on you know, doing whatever security guards do, throwing their torches around up in the air, whistling. Yep, looking at, s- looking at banks of monitors <laughs> in high-rises. Yeah, <laughs> and not noticing that one of the monitors is on a fucking loop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or that they've created a, per- a perfect replica of whatever it was monitoring. Uh, but the security companies were like, well, you know, we've got those guys. They're already working. Why don't we just get in some completely unqualified guys who we can pay minimum wage and we'll pocket the difference of what, you know, we're getting paid to pay security guard wages. Big profit for us. And we can get these guys who we'll give no training. We won't give them proper PPE training or anything. And we'll see how that goes. And it turned out it didn't go very well. Mm. But then, and, and it's interesting you blame the workers in part for that as well. No, I blame the companies for that. And then, you know, it comes back to the people that made the decision to do that, which, as it turned out, after like a full inquiry, which again was answered quite with a lot of candor, but mm. they came to the, the reason they answered it with so much candor is because I think they knew that it wasn't really anyone's fault. 
they had to make a they had to arrange all of this in the space of a few hours from mm. when they decided we're going to lock people in hotels to mm. how we're going to stop them from just walking out. And it's sort of everyone just ag- agreed at some point, oh, we'll just get security guards get in. security dudes. <laughs> but no one actually tabled it on the agenda <clears throat> and they didn't have a vote on it. It was just like, oh, well, we need, we need someone to do it. Who guards things? Who provides security? Security guards. All right. Yeah. Dan's got a lot of stands. People- Can we talk about clones now? I don't. I don't think we need to dissect the. <laughs> no, <laughs> but that, that's the the reason that people don't like Dan is because uh, they think that he was re- he's responsible for a lot more uh, lockdown think, than we needed. Also, they, then, they they see his endless or his you know day on day fronting the media as him trying to be the hero, mm. and as a result, they call him Dictator Dan because he's like the one making all the decisions. Yeah. Um, which he's not. Like, he's clearly not. But, yeah, but that, That's why they hate him, and the people that love him seem as the person who, like, you know, stops Scott Morrison from fucking it all up. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think Scott Morrison's... One of the, the... To Scott Morrison's credit is he doesn't really do anything, and that stops <laughs> him from fucking things up. Yeah. that's pro- That was probably his saving grace, because at the start of this, they were talking about doing what the UK did. Absolutely, that was his plan. We need to live side by side with the virus. Shall we talk about clones? Yeah, so this current conspiracy is what we're going to talk mostly about, but there's one that predates this, is him becoming a clone in November. Cam, and I think I linked an article into the web, into our group chat, and said, man, I'd love to find the originals of this. And you were like, oh, I think that article comes from my tweets. It, do- it, it did. So the Daily Mail for a while was basing a lot of articles on my tweets, mm, right. uh, which I know sounds a little paranoid, but there was one time when they quoted someone and it wasn't actually something that they'd said on the video. It was just something that I had put in. Right. I mean, that wasn't about, that wasn't about clones, though. That was about the Royals' secret love trust. That, uh, that, that was actually, I think, specifically about this woman. So this is like a psychic from Sydney. Hmm. who, yeah, she just she got pilled on QAnon and all that sort of gear last year. I feel like you're underplaying who she actually is. She's a psychic that is famous for talking to aliens. That's right. It's kind of her thing. <laughs> uh, she's, she's kind of one level above a regular psychic in that, in that world, I think. Yeah. Um, so, I, read, I read an article about one of her cold reads. I think it was even published prior to this, and she was just like, um, I think people were here to, there to hear her talk about aliens. And in the first half was her just doing cold reads of people. It was like, uh, goldfish, anyone for a goldfish? <laughs> and then like, like, oh, my brother, oh, be careful of the light. Oh, okay. And then it was just like, just stuff like that not going well at all and clearly just her saying random words. <laughs> I think one of my favourite things about this woman was that on a bunch of her, she'd do these like hours long streams, which I have watched a lot of, but she would um often have like this babbling brook sort of noise going on in the background. I think she had some sort of water feature in her house, right. but there'd be all of these comments and there'd be like, this is like before Facebook cracked down on QAnon stuff. There would be so much engagement on this gear thousands and thousands of comments so many people watching it it's like just bizarre but there'd be so many comments like is someone pissing the whole time you're doing this <laughs> <laughs> to the point where she's like nobody is pissing it's a water feature <laughs> 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 which sort of really broke the like whole ethereal i'm talking yeah. to aliens vibe <laughs> i'm talking to aliens vibe and i bet you all really need to go pee right now yeah <laughs> um, so how did she get embroiled into the, the clone scenario? She came up with the whole clone thing. It's the one way to do so, it. Yep. So I think the aliens told her about this or like the, the spirits gave her the inside word. And the inside word was that, uh, yeah, Dan had been arrested for, you know, his crimes against the people of Victoria. Yeah. He'd been, he'd been shipped off to Gitmo. Yeah. And they'd get installed... It. Get a new prison, people that are coming up with these <laughs> ideas. Like, at this point, every politician in the world has been shipped off to Gitmo. Yeah. 
And anyway, they'd, uh, they'd brought in a clone because obviously you got to explain if he's in Gitmo, why do I see him on the TV every day in his North Face? <laughs> uh, and so obviously that was just the clone. And then at some point, I think that that was going to ease us into this new reality. This is like the whole QAnon thing. You know, at mm. some point they'll reveal it all. And they just never did. Yeah, it's actually been six months since QAnon posted anything today. Yeah. It's a good, anyway, it's good, good effort. A, yeah. Just because they got bored. Well, I think we all just kind of worked lost out the password. Yeah. <laughs> Realised that their actions were spiralling out of control. Um, so she claims he was a clone. That got a little bit of traction, right? Yeah, from my tweets. <laughs> okay, you're, you're responsible for amplifying it. Yeah, exactly. Um, Did Dan ever come out and address those claims? I don't think anyone ever put it to him. Right. Which is a I shame. can imagine him making a, some sort of sneaky joke about it at a press conference. The lamestream media are too cucked to ask him such a curly question. Yeah. I think that if that all came out today, someone would ask a question about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess to to move along from that, six months, seven months later, he fell down the stairs. Yeah. So in March of this year, Dan was going out at some ungodly hour, like 6.30 in the morning. This is his own fault. Like what was it? There would have been. He? I think there must have been frost on the stairs, right? In March, maybe. You, maybe? No. At six thirty in the morning? Absolutely not. That's a or, ludicrous thing to say. Or maybe just a bit of damp. Then maybe it was, a, you know, a, a spring rain. I mean, stairs are perilous anyway. Yeah. Were they outside stairs? I don't even know what stairs he fell on. I thought it was the internal staircase. I believe it was outside stairs. Could it have been an owl? I do like owl theories. Yeah. Spooking him. Yeah. I don't, you know, to be honest, I don't know what the stairs were because I've seen people post photos of the stairs, but those people are cooked. Yeah. Because there's no reason for anyone not cooked to care about the stairs, right? Yeah. And other than us, who we are not cooked. So Dan fell down the stairs uh, in the morning. He was taken to hospital and it turned out that he broke some ribs and maybe some uh, vertebrae. Yeah. Broke a little bit of his back. <laughs> yeah. A bit of an oopsie. And so after you know, having been front and centre for you know, the better part of a year, he was suddenly sidelined and he's, he's been off work since and we've had various acting premieres. Yep. But recently, well, not even recently, Recently, the Liberal Party, the opposition, have started getting really weird about it. But I was looking on Telegram today at the different conspiracy groups I was in. Almost immediately, like within minutes of them finding out that this had happened, people were coming up with conspiracy theories about it. And I don't want to suggest that the people who are spreading those same exact same conspiracy theories now are just cookers who have been a bit further down the pipeline, but let's say it is true that there was something nefarious going on. Yes. What do you reckon the chances are that the scenario, that a nefarious scenario that has been secretly hidden from us is exactly what some crazy people talking shit with absolutely no information came up with within minutes of finding out about it? Wouldn't that be a little bit of a coincidence? So what was the original theories that, that started going around? So, like, what the one of the very first things that came out was so Greg Hunt, the federal health minister, was also in hospital at the time. Mm-hmm. And so the very first thing they say is, oh, these two, they must have given them the real vaccine instead of the saline solution <laughs> that they were supposed to. <laughs> and so they and so, accidentally slipped up. Yeah. And so they, they've had a bad reaction to the, the poison that they want to give everyone. But then, like, very shortly afterwards, someone was like, oh, Matt Lawson, who's like a 5G guy. Uh, who was arrested a bunch of times last year, he pipes up with his, like, you know, the some of the language they're using, a concerning fall, sounds a bit strange. Dan Andrews has had a concerning fall. What does that mean? You know, obviously it means he's had a fall and <laughs> the result of that has been concerning because he's yes. broken his spine. 
<laughs> but someone responds to that. It's like, oh, you know, it means he's been on a bender. And that is like one of the sort of things that is going around in so-called mainstream conservative circles is that, you know, he's actually fallen down while drunk or it's been related to some sort of party. And then... Now, now just quickly, you yeah. said mainstream conservative circles. So-called <laughs> supposedly mainstream conservative circles. Well, like the opposition party, which is a conservative party, have come out asking questions about the official story yesterday, right? Yeah. So when you say so-called mainstream, literal mainstream conservative party. I mean, when I say supposedly mainstream, like these these should be the mainstream conservatives, but they have cooked themselves. Yeah, but like if he doesn't get in the next election, they will be in. Oh, yeah. So we'll have these nutters running the state. Yeah. Uh, so then one of the other things that they come up with almost immediately is that he's been bashed. Yeah. Uh, and some guy who is, I'll just note, a neo-Nazi mm. uh, comes out and he's like, you know, I have connections to some sort of organised crime. Yep. And they, t- they told me that there's a hit out on Dan Andrews because the drug dealers are not happy that Dan's lockdown has affected their business. Now, Robert, you've been buying drugs all of this time. <laughs> um, I imagine it's because, like, the lockdowns meant, no, but people were stuck at home. I imagine, mm. I mean, I guess if you're selling probably Coke or Ecstasies, it's harder because there's no yeah. clubs. The thing about the drug business is that they know how to pivot. And people love drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and if people are stuck at home with nothing to do, they're going to want a little bit more drugs. Yeah, I th- I'd say that the drug business in general is remarkably agile. Yep. They, they're used to being disrupted and having to pivot at a moment's notice. And the great thing about drugs as a product is they keep. Cocaine doesn't go off. And users, let's face it, are used to their dealers going away and looking for a new dealer. Yeah. And I suppose also... I think the idea is that drug dealers like were like, I can't deal drugs because I can't go five kilometers outside of my, you know, my zone. I don't know how concerned they are about following the law. <laughs> well, I don't know if you're like, especially if you're a low-level drug dealer, you know, delivering a little bit of pot or a little bit of cocaine to someone. You're like, oh, I don't want to go five k's out of my house because I really don't want to risk getting caught with a little bit of pot or a little bit of cocaine. I, I mean, the thing is, if you're a drug dealer and you're going out to do deliveries, put some green shopping bags in the front seat and you can just say, I'm going to the supermarket. Yeah, you could just say mm. that. Yeah. So I don't think, yeah, the idea that the drug barons of Victoria were so angry at Dan Andrews that they put out, had to put out a hit on him really holds up, especially because it's just from some absolute fuckwit talking complete bollocks. <laughs> um. So that was the, the one of the early ones, the, the hit? Yeah. So the hit, or, or it sort of morphed more generally into he hasn't fallen down the stairs, he's been bashed. Mm. And then the... the I believe the, the term I read was poleaxed. Really? That's a good one. <laughs> what do you picture when someone's being poleaxed? Well, when, when I first read it, I thought, I thought poleaxed just meant you were fucking hammered as shit for some just reason. drunk. Just drunk, but it said he was drunk and got poleaxed. <laughs> yeah. So I looked it up, and that means bashed. Yeah, like it, it, an evocative term. Mm. I picture someone being tackled. You remember uh, uh, Goldberg? Yeah. Doing the spear. That spear. I to me, or I mean, there's other wrestlers that did it. Rhino. Um, that's a poleaxe to me. Yeah. I feel like you need to be crunched in half. Like your, yeah. your body needs to kind of bend at least to a sort of 90 degree angle. Okay. Any thoughts? That'd, that'd smash your spine. Sure. Yeah. Especially if you got poleaxed against the staircase. Oh, poleaxed down a staircase. <laughs> All over. No oh, I would have been down a staircase. Oh, jeez. You go like <laughs> <laughs> down on every step. <laughs> That's an ultimate finisher. Um, so one of the names that keeps coming up as doing the poleaxing is Lindsay Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Truck magnate. 
What's so, the go with that? Well, the very first thing I've seen of it was from Wednesday night. So he's, you know, he's fallen down on the uh, the Tuesday morning. Hmm. On Wednesday night, in these uh, Telegram chats, a guy called Paul comes out with Dan Andrews was at Lindsay Fox's house over the long weekend. Was very drunk and fell down the stairs. Happened on Monday evening. He's in intensive care at Alfred Hospital with damage to his spine and broken ribs. Press was reporting it yesterday as a slip on wet floor. Liars. And uh, just incidentally, that um, neo-Nazi replies with, that's not what I've heard. <laughs> um, why would Lindsay... So th- then that morphed into Lindsay Fox bashed him. <clears throat> okay, so I think what it has eventually morphed into is that Dan Andrews was at a party at Lindsay Fox's house Yep. that he's cracked on to the teenage daughter of some other random person. There's someone like from Price Waterhouse Coopers who's been incorporated into this for fuck knows what reason. Don't, and, he knows he's been incorporated into this. Sure he does now. Oh, and Lindsay the, Fox? Uh, the Price no, the Waterhouse other guy. Coopers uh, guy. Lindsay think, Fox threatened to sue someone over this. Which yeah. Get too soon. He's been incorporated into it. And then he's bashed Dan Andrews as revenge at this either at this party on Monday night or has like gone to the house on Tuesday morning to bash him. Um, so there's a screenshot going around of this guy's must be like his LinkedIn photo, and it's from like a it's like a messenger chat on Facebook. Uh, this is the bloke who bashed Andrews senseless. Can I say his name? It's out there, right? Uh, just leave it alone. <laughs> uh. Andrew's got Andrew's got at his daughter's best friend at a function at Fox's house. That's why Andrew's is in hiding at his mother's Mansfield farm. His wife has his wife has left him. Kids don't want a bar of him. It's going to explode in spite of the MSM, that's mainstream media, trying to conceal it. Looks like we're having an early election. Um, that's a very obviously unsubstantiated, even down to there's no one even attached to that screenshot. Yeah. Uh, and that there's the idea that actually he's been bashed, but not so badly that he went to hospital. They've taken him to stay at, at some at farm. His <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is another interesting layer of it. They've just, they're lying about the hospital. So even the people in the hospital were complicit. So, yeah, basically, though, it seems like all of this started on in these weird telegram. Uh, groups. So one of the groups is connected to a guy called Harrison McLean, who the Guardian did some good reporting on. He's like been he organised a lot of the anti-lockdown protests in Melbourne last year, and he's also been they sort of busted him having a lot of opinions on the Jews. But he's connected to these people like Monica Smith, who's from a group called Reignite Democracy Australia who have also been organising a lot of the anti-lockdown stuff, they're the people going around doing, like, letterboxing and putting up posters saying you don't have to sign in on your QR code. Don't get tested because if you don't get tested, then, you know, they'll stop saying there's COVID if no one gets tested. Yeah. Slightly problematic stuff. They recently, there was, like, an anti-vax, anti-lockdown protest at the vaccination centre in Melbourne that I think was sort of a coincidence that they did it there. I don't think they are informed enough to know that that was a vaccination centre, but I guess that's the sort of worry that they're actually interfering in the rest of us getting on with sorting out coronavirus. Yep. But she is connected to, like, fringe figures in the Liberal National Party. So I feel like that's sort of where the vector has been. It started on these cooked conspiracy chats it goes through like these guys, goes through Monica Smith, sort of gets into the weirdos of the Liberal Party, and now it supposedly is getting into like the normal Liberals <laughs> to the point where, yeah, they uh, they posed a whole bunch of questions to Dan the other day. Can you tell us, you know, what time was the ambulance called and blah, blah, blah. And as a result, the ambulance people have released an official like all the documents or whatever, like the, hey, this is the report. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, they put out a press release uh, saying, you know, with Dan Andrews's permission, uh, we'll say we received a, a call at this time. We went to this specific hospital because Dan said, don't take me 
out of the area so that the ambulance can stay in the area after you're done with me, which is a bit of a political call that he has made because mm-hmm. I guess he was thinking ahead to, you know, these people are going to say if they if they take me to, you know. Posh right, hospital. Yeah, if they take me to the hospital, because he went to a posh hospital. But if they take me to the hospital in the city, which is where he ended up anyway, uh, and then, you know, someone dies in mm. Frankston because the ambulance wasn't on hand, like, they will be another one on the Dan Andrews kill count. <laughs> yeah, don't hit me with that one. <laughs> 801, motherfucker. So he's made the call, take me to the, the local private hospital. And they say, that's why we've done that. And one thing that they did wrong was that they got the date <laughs> that this all happened on wrong. Right. They, they said it was on Monday, the 9th of March. Now, the 9th of March was a Tuesday, which is when it did actually happen. But that has, like, not helped with the conspiracy yeah. theories. So I found a bunch of guys on Twitter who were doing a lot of um, timestamp investigation. They're like, you know, all of, the, all of the news outlets have changed the times on their articles to change it from it ha- them reporting it on Monday night. They've changed it so that they were reporting it on, you know, Tuesday morning. And what right. they've done is that they've looked at the articles now, which say it was on Tuesday morning, they look on Google where the little timestamp in the Google cache says Monday night and they haven't noticed that on the Monday night timestamp, it's very clearly marked as, you know, an American time zone because right. it's, it's Google, yeah, which is an American company. That's, but, and we also sounds know that almost too much of a logical thing to work out, Cam. We also know that timestamps change on... News articles, like they're not a good reflection of anything because no matter where you're viewing it, it's going to look different. Mm. So taking screenshots of them and then we know that URLs get updated, um, things can be backdated, things can be forward dated. Like they're not a, they're not evidence of anything. Yeah. Um, I've just I literally just brought up uh, the Facebook group that I've signed up to, which is get rid of Daniel Andrews Labour dictator. <laughs> um now, when, you, when you joined this, did they have any rules, Robo? Well, you'd be surprised, Cam, because they do. They're pretty clear. And I started signing up thinking I'll find some good gossip. But I got to rule number six. Uh, conspiracy theories are not allowed slash fake news. Conspiracy theory posts will not be approved. Fake news and rumors, unsubstantiated allegations will not be approved. That's rule number six. Uh, now, look, I don't mean to tell the admins how to do their job, but... This is nothing but unsubstantiated rumours and conspiracy <laughs> theories. Um, but this post has just come up where someone's posted the same tweet in two different screenshots and showing that they're at different times. One's at 5.30 on the 8th and one's at 3 o'clock on the 9th. And they're like, yeah, see, he, he's even tweeted it at different times. It's like, that's not what that is. It's not what that it is at all. You've seen... Screenshots from people in different time zones. Do you want to hear a couple of other other non-conspiracy things from this group? Yes. Someone, this is James Fitzsimmons. Uh, he looks younger. Most, most everyone else in this group is a straight-up baby boomer. Um, he says, I can't believe Molino, who's the acting, the deputy premier at the moment, uh, just said that anyone from Melbourne travelling to regional Victoria needs to wear an armband with their driver's licence number on it so they can ID us. Ridiculous. Uh, now, for us, uh, keeping rule number six in mind, that is both unsubstantiated and a rumour. But for the people in the comments, that was a red rag to a ball. They were just, mm-hmm. this is outrageous. This is, can't believe this is happening. This is exactly what they do. Uh, Nazi Germany, uh, Hitler part two. Um, what? You're kidding, aren't you? Someone else says. Uh, they're just hook, line, and sinker on that one. And as I said, it's a lot of baby boomers really going for that one. Another post uh, is a screenshot that's got Indian variant, Italian variant, Brazilian variant. Please explain how they can even possibly determine this. Does the virus talk with an accent? Is it wearing a turban? Like, what the fuck? I'm sorry if you believe this, but you are what we call the idiot variant. <laughs> oh! <laughs> 
which is crazy to me that there is so much, like, if you want scientific information on this, you can dip your little toe in and get somewhat of an understanding or read screeds and screeds of scientific papers that are constantly updating. Or you can just post about it on Facebook and say, I don't know, I don't even get this. What? So, yeah. Is there much else? I guess, yeah, the main thing is... Well, there's the, the one thing is the cairnsnews.org. <laughs> yeah, they seem to website. be... The North Queensland People Power News Service. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, read the warning on the front page of the website? It's a politically, politically incorrect zone. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this seems to be a paper exclusively dedicated to Dan Andrews at the moment. Yes, right. They've um, also got a little video linked on that page to Adrenochrome video. That's great. <laughs> um, I think I've seen this, like people quoting it as a reputable site, like Cairns News uh, says this. And they've been on the ground floor. I think Lindsay Fox threatened to sue them. Yeah. Um, and they quickly took that story down, leaving everything else up, um, including um, the, the one, and maybe they might be the one of the early links to him, the bashing allegations, because... Um, I keep seeing people saying that his injuries are consistent with being kicked while he's on the ground repeatedly. Um, and, you know, there's, there's official reports saying that. Uh, and if you look at the Ken's news story from earlier this month, uh, it says they smelled a rat and asked the opinion of one of our friendly medicos who also noticed an odour, saying that injuries were entirely consistent with having been severely kicked while in a prone position leaving injuries often seen after wild brawls. Uh, and then, then that's kind of now made it into the some of the cookers yeah. as yeah, facts. It's been folded into the narrative. Mm, much like it, a Polax Dan Andrews. <laughs> even though it's just some, it is the f- friend of some random person. They're, they're just people who have read something in the in the newspaper, in the MSM. I, I mean, I don't even think it's a friend. I think they've just made it up. Yeah, that, that too. <laughs> the friend is entirely fictional as well. Do you want to hear some comments from that story? Yeah. Mm. Um, this is from Steve. Uh, interestingly enough, this one is signed, sent from my iPhone, which is weird because that wouldn't happen if you were typing a comment into a no. blog. <laughs> unless unless uh, they've sent their comment as an email. And then I'll email this to myself <laughs> copy and then copy it. and paste it. <laughs> Um, he says, well done. Originally, Andrew's father owned a farm near Wangaratta. Uh, his father died a few years back. That's all I know about his background. Good stuff. Steve. Said from my iPhone. Uh, and this one's from Nina Travis. It would be nice to know the real truth as you don't fall down a set of stairs at 6 o'clock to 6.30 a.m. of a morning when the ambulance was called and then taken to a private hospital. Still lots of unknown answers needed to be answered. Firstly, Nina, work on your tenses. It's very confusing. Um, I think she's she's saying he, you don't fall down the stairs for 30 minutes. No. Which is, you know, fair enough. You don't. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, a, it wasn't an escalator. No. <laughs> but also, I don't think anyone's saying it's an exact time. Uh, yeah, they're the kind of people that are commenting on kinsnews.org. Uh, pretty good, pretty good website. This one, uh, just a search for the word Jew on kinsnews.org <laughs> brings back 722 results. Yeah, right. Okay, uh, pro or anti? Uh, I'm gonna say definitely anti. Mm. Yeah. The little banner saying, I will not sit down, I will not shut up, I will not comply, I am an Australian and I want my country back. Probably probably a good sign that that's going to be pretty anti. Yeah. Yeah. The, I think the thing that is so striking about this is that you can really see how this has travelled from these cookers through to questions being asked by, you know, the opposition leader. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> these are the people that want to run the state, but like the pe- the people cooking themselves on timestamps seem like they're just ordinary right wingers, right? But they're so divorced from reality. 
Yeah, funny, well, I mean, funny that. <laughs> looking through the, the Facebook group, it is baby boomers who, you know, I guess if you can't get out in your caravans, you've got to do something with your time. It's just <laughs> yeah. cooked on the internet. Um, before we go, do you guys want to, I'm going to describe a meme to you. Are you ready? Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, this is also from the Facebook group. Um, the text that the, as the admin has posted this, the text, he said, uh, oh, spot on. And then he said, I know nothing. Uh, what? So, uh, and the meme, uh, the picture is from a famous TV show from like the seventies. Hogan's Heroes. Is that your guess that the meme is from Hogan's Heroes? Oh, uh, well, that's earlier than the seventies. Well, we know where that was. Yeah, like that is what he's, I think, referencing. Right. Uh, I know nothing. Cam, any guesses what the meme in the TV show, or the TV show on the meme, is going to be? Well, Hogan's Heroes seems too obvious. Yeah. Because that's, what, that's literally what it's right? from. Is it like from MASH or something? Uh, no, it is a picture of um, Faulty Towers. <laughs> of what? Faulty Towers. Right. Uh, you got Basil. Uh, you got his wife. Uh, oh, no, sorry. The, the waitress. His wife's been cut out. Yeah. Uh, Manuel and Dan Andrews. And it says, meet the current Victorian hotel quarantine team. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I really enjoyed the I know nothing part of that. Uh, just, just a real mashup, a cultural mashup. That yeah. one. Yeah. Manuel had a thing that he said though, didn't he? No, there's kind of like don't mention the war. Was a big yeah, one. Didn't I'll say something though. Maybe. Faulty towers. Someone in the the comments commented "farty towels," which was uh, one of the anagrams on the the sign at some point. Yeah. Oh, no, I know nothing was something he'd say. Oh, well, just was fucking it? shut up, Luke. Yeah, classic. there's an episode where he says I know nothing a lot. Good, I found hope. an article that's like five classic Manuel one-liners. Oh, yeah, I know nothing. Communication problems, series two, episode one. Okay, so I know nothing. Also, oh, probably not, no, not, not majorly known from one episode of Faulty Towers, though. More like every single episode of every single series of Hogan's Heroes. Yeah. But it turns out the admin does know the deep cuts of Faulty Towers more yeah. than Fluke does. So just own myself. I don't know if you do. You don't want deep cuts in your memes, though. You want people to get them straight away. We had to do a bit of research. Oh, look, the people in the chat loved it. Uh, mm. There was uh, 49 reacts comprising purely of thumbs ups and laughing reacts. Yeah, right. Um, and six comments. Like, that's a success. Did you guys see the. Uh the article on Cairns News from March where they did, they, they looked into a bit of uh, Photoshop doctoring. No. The, the article is desperate. Dan Andrews resorts to doctored photos to keep deceiving Victorians. And so they've taken the, or someone called James Anderson has taken that photo of him in the bed with the back brace on with the nurse taking his blood pressure. Yeah. And done some sort of weird thing in Photoshop where he's just cranked the, the levels or <laughs> done something with the curves and there's all these arrows. I'll put a, I'll put a link in our chat. There's all these arrows pointing to um, the line around his head, which is like a really high contrast line between his skin color and the black t-shirt he has on and the fact that it's got a little tiny halo around it. But no arrows pointing to the other really high contrast thing in the picture, which is the back brace, which also has exactly the same weird little halo around it. Like, are they saying that they've photoshopped a back brace onto a body and also Dan Andrews head? Yep. <laughs> like they're not pointing out the, the same artifacts around the back brace, just around Dan Andrews's chin. Um, and this this article always also not always also says that it um, here uh, you know rumors are swirling around some having him being arrested others that a former Victorian Labor minister bashed him oh at an undisclosed location possibly near Lindsay Fox's holiday home at Port C near near his home yeah uh, I, th- so I feel they've like done that. we've talked about that before where they've done their Bellingcat thing on him you know like yep. where they did with uh. What's his name? Joe Biden's kid, where they're like you know, drawing arrows between things. They've done their own. Take, inve- they've done their investigation. 
So that's the thing that people were using. There, there might have even been a website where you would like put it in and it would show you the difference in contrasts and it would see you could see like if a different layer had been put on. Right. Um, completely ineffective and especially ineffective if you're getting a photo from social media at low quality and then mm. putting it into it. And then what they're pointing out is very inconclusive. <laughs> it looks like yeah. someone's neck. The, um, <laughs> the caption... From the poster says, this is what happens when the king of spin is away. The work experienced kid is put in charge of Photoshop. Fail. Is that them suggesting that Dan Andrews does his own Photoshopping? <laughs> yeah. It's, so, but he's away. They're like, oh, well, we've got to get the, yeah. got to get the work experience. Dan Andrews is away. <laughs> it, what he used to do is he used to do his daily like press conferences, ask all the questions, and then he'd go back and just Photoshop a whole bunch of photos. <laughs> now he's uh now he's gone. I did Worst have experienced kids doing it. He's shit. I did have one other photo thing to do with this. So the other day, Dan Andrews's wife posted a photo of her giving him a haircut. Yes. Yeah. Now, this was, I guess, in the background. This shit was bubbling away, like it was probably on a low boil. Uh, in the background. I don't know how aware they would have been that this was happening within the Labor Party, but I think maybe they could have been because it would have been on, like, these cookers' Instagrams and in the Facebook groups. So if you were doing your job as a Labor apparatchik, you should have been across it. They put out this photo, and when I say they, Dan Andrews' wife just posts a photo on her personal account of her giving me a haircut. And just the way that the comb is placed is like covering his eyes <laughs> and it, it just if you wanted like a proof of life photo like for for arranging a kidnap ransom you would say take another photo on this one yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that doesn't doesn't help things <laughs> as a candid as a candid haircut snap on the socials it's fine as a yeah. as a proof of life it's not so great and my my theory was did they take this photo like this to push the Liberal Party over the edge? Because they knew that the cookers were like getting cooked and that sort of getting towards demanding answers as they eventually did. And when they did demand answers, it didn't go well for them. People were like, what the fuck are you on about? There is no way they're making that much of a calculated political move. <laughs> like within the conspiracy world, take like that's, that is a high-risk manoeuvre. Mm. So, yeah, my eventual conclusion was that they pro- it was probably just a candid photo. There was, there was no thinking behind it. Just because to be thinking that far ahead and that smart is like beyond the Labor Party. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it would have been it would have been a great move because I think it has sort of had the effect of like just as they're like getting ready to demand proof of life, you put out this photo that could be some other guy. People are like, oh, you know, he's got black eyes. His eyes would be healed by now from a bashing in March. But like yeah. they don't want to show his eye injuries, so they've put the comb in the way. Well, I mean, that, his eyes might have healed from March, but he's been given another black eye since. Yeah. To be in the black eye club. Um, it's kind of like the Denver airport doing, you know, Freemason stuff when they were doing repairs and maintenance, they were like, had, you know, we're building new tunnels, like, you know, be patient. Like they had all the signage saying, like Mm. leaning into the, the theories and like kind of trolling all the theories, but it was really obvious that's what they were doing. (laughs) But people took that hook, line and sinker and like, oh my God, they're admitting it. They admit it. (laughs) They should have actually taken a photo of him getting his hair cut in front of a green screen and photoshopped yeah. in a barber shop and we're like, here's Dan getting his hair cut. Uh, local barbers. <laughs> and then like when people are like, this is clearly like a green screen, they could be like, well, yeah, we did it at home. But we just wanted to make it look a bit fun and make it look like we were at a hairdresser. Never heard of a Zoom background, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Uh... That's a free one. If you're like in a labour dirt unit, do Dan in front of a Zoom background. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or do like in space. Do him at a barber shop. Like get him photographed in a barber shop, but then do that. Recreate it with a green screen. So freak them all out with the green screen version. And when they go, we need other angles. Yeah, send them a whole bunch of other angles of the actual one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. 
So that's uh, Q Danon, as I believe we agreed at the start. Dan and on Andrew. <laughs> Uh, you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash hypothepod. Thank you to Tammy, our $33 sponsor. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, also, apologies for putting the news shop at one and a half speed uh, <laughs> a couple of month, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I'm apologizing on behalf of Cam, who I don't think even knows that he's done it, even though people commented and uh, I've told him in the chat. But, uh, yeah, sorry about that, everyone. don't know if you still have the file, Cam, but you could fix it up if you'd like. So, what do you want? Three times speed now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just half speed. We really want to. You know, it's a law of averages. Yeah. Uh, and we'll be uh, chucking to a news show right after this with some good gear. Yeah. Robo, where can they find you, mate? At all of a time, all of a time dot com. Salty. Uh, at Saltmarsh on Twitter and Instagram, and AndrewSaltmarsh dot com will find all my other stuff. Cool. Find some NFTs. Yep. Some I'm, weird Ethereum. I'm on my way to being a crypto millionaire. And you can find me at Sex and Homer on Twitter. Uh, my radio show is doing a fundraiser at the moment on 3CR. Hey. If you go to givenow.com.au and search up Yana Passaran, if you want to chuck us a couple of bucks there, uh, it's appreciated. Keeps the radio station going. But if you don't want to, that's fine as well. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Yeah. Don't worry about a thing Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians I said don't worry about a thing Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind-altering drugs Whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't worry about a thing I accept you can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Ooh, Don't worry about a thing Except not only did Bush do 9-11 but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51 which Let's not forget where all the aliens are Don't worry about a thing Except Donald Trump is clearly a woman And you're just blind if you can't see that What did you...